Hilchus Gezele Va'aveda, laws of stealing brazenly, robbing openly, right? That's, that's how Gezele and Geneva differ. Va'aveda and returning lost objects. Why are these two in the same set of halachas? Perhaps we'll explore a little later. Yesh Mukhal Shav Mitzvahs, this section includes seven of the Tayyag Mitzvahs, Shte Mitzvah, say two positive Mitzvahs, the Chamesh Mitzvahs, say five negative Mitzvahs, zero prata. Aleph number one, Shalayd Ligzel, not to rob, not to steal openly. Beish Lelashik, not to withhold money that you owe somebody, even if it came to your possession legal, lawfully. Gimel, Shalachmaid, not to covet, right? Not to desire something to somebody else. Dal Shalayd not to desire something to somebody else. What is the difference between coveting someone else's property and desiring it? We'll, we'll break that down later. Hey, Lahashiv is exhaled to return a lost, excuse me, to return a, a, a something. If you do rob someone, there's a mitzvah to return it. Or its value. Not to ignore something that someone lost. If someone lost something, don't pretend you didn't see it. To return a lost object. We will explain these mitzvahs in the following prakhmalacha. If someone steals from his fellow, meaning a fellow Jew, uh, the value of something of a pruter or more, if a Balaise says he's transgressing a loisation, then it says, do not steal, do not rob, excuse me. However, even though the rule of thumb is you're chayiv malchus for a lav, this lav you're not chayiv malchus for. Because the Torah says, if you ever the Isa say you have a mitzvah say you must do to correct it, so to speak. So anytime you have mitzvah say that can be counteracted by an say by a positive mitzvah, like don't do this. If you do do this, then you have to do that. In that case, you're not chayiv malchus for doing this. She because if you do a steal, you have to you have to return it. The Ram doesn't say that the reason why not chayav malchus is because it's a mitzvah. Alisa say that's chayav to payment, right? It's a mitzvah that the punishment is payment. That's not the case. The vort is to return the thing you stole. Okay, Shemar it says the hashem is gazal. You must return the the thing you robbed, the robbed thing that you robbed. Zubit say this is a positive mitzvah. But even if it got burnt. So you can no longer pay back the thing that you stole. You can't give it back anymore. So now you have a negative mitzvah that the positive commandment to correct it can, cannot be done. That's right. The car exploded into a ball of thin air. Or you stole a can of Coke, you drank it. And like you still have Malchus. Because in that case, you can't do the say of you could do a different asset, you could do it, however you still, however you have in that case to pay for what you stole, because any love that the penalty is a payment, there's no amount, there's no lashes for it. Right, so there's two different mitzvahs say, if you have the item, there's a mitzvah say of Eishav Zegzela. If you don't have the item, it's impossible to return, there's a, there's a different mitzvah say of paying for what you stole. Two different mitzvahs say. it's and, both the same reason. Lashon, the can also go for... Uh, no, the Ram, the Ram clearly distinguishes them. The two different things. Chayla. But technically, Lashon, the Shlomo could also go for even if you have the Gzela. No. The Ram is saying that would, if you stole the item, the Chiv to return the object is not payment. That's not, that's not, that's not the Vart. The Vart is to return the thing you stole. It's not an issue of payment. Payment becomes if you can't return the thing you stole. Okay. But also, even though we just said you're not allowed to steal a put, if you, you're able to lay that same, you steal a put and up, you're not allowed to steal anything, even even matera, which is a clown, anything which is forbidden, and if it's a sheer like a kizayas to eat food that's forbidden, you're not allowed to eat even less than that, right? But even though you're not high of the penalty for the, unless you unless you meet the requirements, over here you're not you're not able to lay say of lay sigzel, excuse me, not. Um, 
chayiv of loisa say of loisigzel unless you steal a pruta, you still also may not tear to to, um, to to steal even less than a pruta. I feel even a goy, even a goy, even if you have him, you're not allowed to steal from him. Rob him, excuse me. Nor are you allowed to withhold money if you owe him. If you owe borrow from a goy, there's, there's an issue to, to 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 retain the money. He says of holds that robbing from a guy is, is a deraisa. Withholding from a guy when you owe him is a misdarbana. But I don't know if the Ram holds like that. Regardless, if you steal from the guy or you withhold money you owe him lawfully from the guy, you actually have an obligation to give the guy uh, the money you owe him. The item or the money. Gimel. What exactly is Geisel stealing? This is when you take someone else's monetary valued thing. Brazenly, right? You grabbed an item from his hand. Right? You grabbed his glasses off his face. Or you go into his, to, into his domain without permission. You take something from him. Right? This is a, as opposed to the Ghanaian who acts secretly. The Ghanaian acts brazenly. He takes forcefully his slave or animal and uses it. He doesn't keep it. He gives it back. But he uses that without permission. Any item, not just a slave. That you, the fact that you're using it Without permission, during that time, make sure you're a Gazan. It's very nice, you give it back to him afterwards. You did a Heshef Sagzela. But the Mr. Gazan. Or you go into his field and you eat his produce. All these things that are done brazenly, make him a Gazan. Here's a Pasuk. He robbed the spear from the Mitzri over there. He grabbed that of his hand without permission. That's an example of Gazela. Dalit. Ezo Aishik. So we said there's a loisa say of loisigzel, right? Number two was loisla loisalashik, not to be oishik. What exactly means to be oishik? Well, like neighbors, there are malchus. No, also not. <coughs> this is gzela. It's also no malchus, right? This is when you have someone else's property or money, uh, but then that person agrees. He gave it to you, lent it to you, or he lent to give you When the guy demands it back. Because the time frame is to give it back comes. For example, that's like he keeps the money by him, forcefully, does not give it back. So that refusal to return it makes the person being over the issue of Leisashik. person had something he bought from a friend, an item or money, or I think he rented something, the guy is demanding it back, right? Because the time to give it back came. But he can't demand it from him. He can't take it away from him because the guy is, is being very, is a bully. He's a strong man and he refused to return it. It says, Do not rob your fellow. Because when he came to his property, he was Roshus. I gave you my, I gave it. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. Well, the, the thing that the friends here, the Leisa say of Leisigzel, the Leisa of Leisashik, Leisashik is how it got to you. If it got to you legally, but you're withholding it illegally, that's Leisashik. If you're taking it in the first place illegally, that is Leisigzel. Um, could, we say, could be the author that the Ramam agrees because it, over here he says Re'echa. So it could be Leisashik, Taka applies to a Yid only, not to a good only, not Okay. How come it doesn't mention about investment in Russia, I think? Oh, any example? Any examples? Yeah, good. Same, same idea. However, it got, it got to you. Hey, when you steal something, you have a chiyah to give back the item itself. Remember, it says the You must return the item that you stole, the, the stolen thing you stole. Now, of the nishtanis, what happens if it got lost? You can't give it back. A nishtanis or a change, and we learned there's a concept that if it's a significant change. You, like, 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 like
and the Ganav acquires the item. So in that case, he doesn't have to give back the actual thing, but he still owes its value. The Sham in that case, he pays its value. So when it got lost, it got burnt, for example, he can't give it back. When it changes, like it's a baby goat that goes to an adult goat, or other ways significant changes, we'll see a piece of wood that becomes a sculpture. These examples, he's not to give it back because he only owes its value, not the thing. He's kind of the thing. And unlike a Ganev, it's irrelevant if he confesses on his own or he's caught by Edim and convicted. There's no Kefal by a Gazel. This din, that you must give back the item itself, it didn't change, applies even if it's a big inconvenience to the Ganev. He steals a beam and he puts it on top of the building. It's not changed, right? It didn't change, it hasn't changed, its location changed. Din Torah Shiyaris is called Binya. The halacha is that he should destroy the whole house if necessary. To be able to return the beam to its owner. That's in that what the guy could say. I don't want a million dollars you can offer me. I'm not interested. I want back my beam. And he has to destroy the whole house. However, to make it easy for people to be motivated to do tshuva and give back what they stole. A situation where the thing he stole is built into a house, or I guess any other situation where it's significantly changed in a way that's hard to get to it, he's allowed to pay its value. He doesn't have to show the house. Any similar situation where it's very difficult to get to the thing, right? The guy, he sunk it in the ocean to make a coral reef out of it, so he can't get it back, right? <laughs> so, whatever it is, he wants to. He wants artificial core reef, yes? He wants these all situations to encourage the Ganev to come forward and confess and do tshuva. He can pay its value even though he can't give back the thing itself. Now, here's now gives an example, another example where the guy is allowed to keep the beam temporarily. The guy stole a beam. Oh, the Badisha would have loved this halacha. Yeah, the guy is a ganim to make a sukkah. So the guy stole the, the, the beam and to make it into a sukkah for sukkahs. And as long as it's not schach, it's not a problem, it's not a shayla on the sukkah. And during the yontif, the guy comes and says, hey, that's my, that's my wall for my sukkah. That's why my sukkah is small this year. You stole one of my panels. No, it says, on sukkah, you can give the money only. If the guy comes to demand the money after sukkah, demand the panel after sukkah, in that case, presuming that the sukkah on sukkah is not built in a permanent fashion, right? Because the walls could be theoretically permanent, but the guy didn't make a sukkah that way. He made it temporarily. He has to give back the beam itself. So he doesn't have to give back the beam if it's a major inconvenience, meaning it's built to the wall. Or it's sukkah. So the guy destroys the sukkah, He's not going to have a sukkah. Right? I guess it's, a, you know, it's such a even that the beam is like a, supporting the whole sukkah. Maybe it's a sukkah that's very small, minimum shear. It's only three walls. And if he takes away one wall and gives it back to the guy, he has a sukkah, no more sukkah. Well, now, right, yeah, okay. So, so that's the. Good, good. Yeah, that's another example. So the question is so if the guy comes on sukkahs, we could tell him here's money. I'm sorry. Comes after sukkahs, he has to give him the wall back. If he comes on sukkahs, you don't have to destroy the sukkah, give him the wall. But can he come after sukkah and say, here's the money back, now give me the wall, right? I don't know. It's not clear. All right. Halacha vav. Hagayz apachem is from Shabbat Prota. Prota steals us in the Prota. Avapisha ava, despite the fact that he transgressed the loisase of leisigzel, eidim b'teres hashavas hagzela, he is not doesn't go into the category of hashavas hagzela. In other words, he's not mechuyiv in the mitzvah of a heishav hagzela. There's no chiv on him to return it. Mitzad the mitzvah saseh. Could be there's an isra on him to retain a stolen item in his property, but there's no mitzvah saseh per se of returning it. Pashas to Pashas of art is that people don't care about such a small amount of lush in the Proto. All right. All right. So you have a, 
a bowl of uh, of uh, peanuts, right? I still want peanuts. I walk away. I'm not I'm not I'm not inside the to give it back. Could be I can't keep it inside the other is but of retaining a stolen object. But 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 he's not betrayed us. Hashavas gzela. So in other words, even if I give it back, I wasn't the kind of say of Hashavas gzela. Okay, guy steals three groups of vegetables, and the, group, the, the, the bundles are worth three prutas. So it's one pruta per bundle. So now, each bundle is worth a pruta. So Shechiva, obviously, this guy has a zela. The Huzlu, now the market, went, the market price went down. Now all three of them are worth only two prutas. Of course, he still has a Shechiva, because he has a stolen item in his property, right? The guy gives back two of the three. So that's two thirds of two prutas, right? So a two thirds of right, of two protas. So that's um, one and a third prota, right? So two thirds, one and a third, and, 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 and then two. Okay, so he has one and a third prota. So 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 now now the question is: the last one he did not give back is worth worth less than a prota. Is he mechuv to return it or not? In the first line of Allah, we said if you stole something less than a prota, you don't you don't have the asayo of heshvus zegzela. But he says chayav ha'chsarshish. You still must give back the third one. Which is only worth two thirds of a prutta. When you stole it, the moment you stole it, it was worth a prutta. At that moment, it was a chiv upon you, a say of a heisha sagzela. That chiv does not go away, even if you it, it, it decreases its value. Why couldn't the Hamid just say you stole one item worth a prutta and the value declined? Okay, that's the reason. Gazel Stein He steals two uh, things of vegetable. That are worth a pruta. Each one's a half a pruta. The hexach he gives back. He gives one. He gives back one. He can give back both. One he's still keeping. Gazela ein kan mitzvah shavas gazela ein kan. Oh, I use yesh kan. Okay. So the mafarshim have a fun time with this line. What the I'm saying? So according to your gisa, which is the gisa of the Torah, actually, you say gazela yesh kan. He's still a. He's still in the state of being a gazlan. But maybe he's blocher is possible edus, right? And mitzvah shavas hagazela ain kan. He wasn't kind of the assay of giving back the, the. Um, right. Now the, my gear says gazela ain kan, which is mashva according to this gear. Sir, he's not he's not the matzah of being gazela because he gave back because he doesn't have a pruta anymore. Right. Okay. So that's different gear The kasef mishnah even learns even according to my gear. that gazela ain kan. Not pshat. There's no gazela on this guy's head. Gzela in Khan the the that the is not returned. But that's that's what he wants to ship shot. Mitzvah Shavas Gzela in Khan, nor is there a chi even back. That's what he wants that's how the Kesavish wants to ship shot in these words. Okay, Zan, Hagoizas Khaveva Yushiv. Now we're gonna talk about uh, giving it back. Hagoizas what yeah, good? So hey shape. Mitzvah what? What's about you? Mitzvah Okay, Mitzvah but the same idea, right? So Mitzvah in means what? The guy didn't wasn't a kind of Mitzvah of a Heshev but the Kesavish wants to say that he's not mechuyiv. He's not I gave back one. There's no longer stands because I have now less than a prutah by me. I don't. I don't. I'm not in the state of being obligated to return the other one. Because the only way to do this properly in this case is give back both in one shot, basically. Okay. Zayin. Hagoyaz chavavi yushin. Person steals somebody else in a settled area, right? Pickpocket him in Manhattan. That's a ganav, actually. He robs him in Manhattan. 
mugs him. And then he wants to give it back to him. He says, listen, it was me. I stole it in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of the... Midbar usually means a desert, but really means a wilderness, an unsettled area, right? So the Amazon rainforest, right? It's not a desert, but the it's a midbar. All right, it should be at The person who was the victim has the, uh, the, proto, the, the prerogative, Yeah. Imratzel, if he wants, maybe they can accept it. And the guy was behind the mitzvah of attorney. The imlav, if he doesn't want, anyone, he can tell him, I'm not taking it back from you over here. I'm taking it back only in the place you stole it from. Here, right, in the, in, the, in the midbar, all kinds of highway robbers, and I can't guard my money. Therefore, therefore you're not, uh, doesn't, I'm, I'm not going to accept it from you. Even if the guy slips, in, slips it into his, into his back pocket, still, you can, if it happens, something happens to it, the, the, because he does this, I'm not accepting it, the Gazan is still responsible for it until he gives it back to him in a civilized area. The same thing applies if it's not the item, it's the money for the item, because the item is gone, he's giving back again, he can tell him, he can tell him that I'm not taking it back unless it's in a settled area. Which is interesting, because the Chayda could be the item he stole, Lav Dafka is easier to guard it in, you know, could be the, the um, could be, the, could be that the, um, if he stole money, he gave back money, or he stole item, he gave back an item, you could say, well, this item is easy for me to guard in a settled area. I would never take it to a desert. He's back in a desert, I can't guard it over here. When he stole an item, he's giving back money, could be it's even easier to guard in the middle. We don't know. A part of the guy has the right to say, I'm not taking it back, the money back, even until we go back to the civilized area. And he's embarrassed to admit it. So what does he do when he goes and he pays a guy he stole from the store? Right? He, he comes to a store and he robs the store and he takes an uh, expensive art item from the store. Wearing a ski mask. That doesn't know it was him. Fine. And he comes back the next day. He feels bad. So when he pays for it, he overpays. He, he puts the money in the register to give it back. back. Yatsi's Yatsa. He doesn't have to. No. He stole an item worth $100. He's back $100. He's t- returning the money he stole. No, the same amount. But the point is, instead of admitting, he's just he, he's saying he, instead of coming back and saying, "Listen, I, I was me. I robbed you guys yesterday." He said he, he says, "Listen, two weeks ago, I I, uh, I, I, I walked out the doors. I pushed up, got to pay. I feel so bad. Here's the money, right?" He's giving back the amount of money, but he's just just he's saving face, but not admitting. Or actually, over here, the truth is like, the truth is that yeah, fine. So you know the chesh, but he kind of pays extra. Or, for example, he doesn't tell the guy even. He just like throws into the, into the register without the guy looking. Yatsi's Yatsi, because he gave it back. Why? A person usually is counting his wallet money. So we can assume that in the near future he's going to count the money that, and he's aware of that new money. So now he knows how much more to be careful with what's in the register or what's in the wallet. And the fact that he counted, he doesn't know what he's counting, he doesn't know it's returned money. As long as the owner is aware that there is a new amount of money over here, that, or that the money is present, even if he doesn't realize himself, four is 900, now it's 1,000. It's like a difference. He didn't, pay, he, he didn't notice a difference, but he, noticed, he knows how much it is now, it's 1,000. He doesn't remember that there was only 950 minutes ago. Fine, whatever. The fact is he's aware of the money that's in place there, he'll pay, pay attention. If, however, he puts it back in a wall that never had any money, right? that register has been empty all day. Therefore, the Gaza is still responsible until he tells him it's put it in that in that pocket, because since no, the guy doesn't think there's any money there, he's not going to pay attention to it. And if something happens to it, he won't know about it. He's not going to be aware to take note of it, and therefore the Gaza is still responsible for it. Tess. Okay, moving on to the mitzvah number three, which was Shalay Lachmed, and number four, which is Shalay which is not to covet, right? Not to desire. 
person who covets, right? I don't want to say desires, even though usually that's how we teach it, because you want to give two different words for, for chemda and for tava. So a person who, who um, covets is almost like a, like a jealous word. He wants like in a jealous way. A person's Evet Kanani or is a Shiv Khanis or his house or his item, a Dava Shafshayukan or anything he could theoretically acquire from him, buy from him, and he is very uh, pestering him uh, by, by, through his friends, and he and he bugs him. Actually finally buys it from him. Despite the fact that he paid a very good price for it, do not covet. Don't don't uh, don't uh, be jealous. Uh, jealous jealously desire. The ain't like a love However, this lisa say he's not high of Malchus when he buys it. Because there's no maisa. I there is a maisa he bought it. That's not the maisa. That's one second. The reason why he's not high for this love is because the the buying it is not the Maisa Aveda. That's not the It's the Kiyum Aveda, to use the terminology that I, I saw somewhere else. Not in this one, something else. The Maisa Aveda, quote-unquote, is the cognitive awareness and emotional desire for the item. It's like Al-Darach, a person who a uh, half hour before Shabbos is over puts meat in the oven. The pile of meat's ready to cook and it's considered bishul. Shabbos is already over. The big difference is Chayv, because when you put it in the oven, the Maisa Aveda... Excuse me, excuse me, the the the, the, the happened on Shabbos. The key Maiseh is later on when the food gets cooked. And that's over here. The, the Aveira, the Maiseh over here, it's not a behavior. Over here, the, there is no Maiseh to the Aveira. The Aveira is a desire. The desire is only something that transforms into a Laisa say when you act upon it. But the act, action is just a, a, a Tanai, a condition in the, in the, in the, in the feeling. The feeling is not Vader, and feeling is not Chayef, we don't Chayef for deeds. So no, it's whether or not I ever act upon my desire. If I just dream about it all day, I write about it in my diary, dear diary, I wish I had Chayim ankles, whatever. Fine, good. That's Evelei Sachman. But you're not, you're, 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 you're not formally over until you actually do something. Okay. You're not over on this lab to actually acquire the object of desire. Like it says, don't desire gold and silver on the Gretzkis and take it for yourself. In other words, over there it's talking about Avedazara. The point is that it says don't desire it and then take it for yourself. You see that in order to be on desiring, you'll take, it's only after you take it for yourself. We learn from this plastic, which is Avedazara related, to the Good. So. So again, the desire itself is like a midi maguna, right? But it's not. But the, but Does he have to return it? Nope. But the, uh, the, the, again, so the desire itself is not the love. The, love, the, the, the desire itself, sorry, the desire itself is the love, but you're not over the love for that desire until you go and do a. There's a condition in order to be transgress that desire, you have to go and do a mice of buying it. Yud. Call this Ava Besoy. Right. You're even less to say. Right. If it's an if, exactly, exactly. Okay. Well, it to somebody obviously in the store, right? The thing really has to belong to somebody. Well, the point is that, well, a store is a little different because the whole idea over here is that the person doesn't want to sell it. He's only selling because you pestered him. That's the ah, part. Ah, ah. 
Right? That's just what he said. If he hits the bunny, it makes him crazy. Right? Yeah. Okay, that's nice. Thank you for telling me. A person who desires, uh, again, not chaymed, which is a different, different, different uh, word. His house or his wife or his item. And anything else you can theoretically buy from him. I'm not sure you buy someone's wife. You give him a million dollars of divorce or you can marry her. Okay, whatever. Once a person starts thinking, scheming, how can I go about acquiring this thing? And his heart has been subdued. You know, his heart has been subdued to actually consciously start planning how to do it. say, right? The fact that guy thinks I'd love to have that thing, that's not a problem, right? But then he go, he, he starts consciously cultivating that thought. That's he says, this is avid, don't desire. Vain tav tav is only in the heart, right? So. So therefore, so one second, the moment I choose to think about how can I get this from the guy, I'm over on Lois' side. If I go and I actually successfully acquire it from him, I'm over then not only Lois' side, but retroactively my desire makes me over Lois' side. You know. But it's interesting that the lot of Lois' and the lot of first. That doesn't say anything about uh, Yeah, because you, <laughs> you can't of, buy it. Right? There, there, Interesting. There can't be no action yeah. of the Ahmada. Yeah, right. Uh, right. Because even, even he says, But there, there can't be an action yeah. of, of, of the. Of, of the yeah. In other words, if a guy pays a million dollars, you divorce your wife, and I'll marry her. Even so, you're not being kind to her from him. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. Even that, but you're not acquiring the person. So the khair, that's what I'm saying, issue over here, because the point is, he's saying that anything you could buy, once you desire it, you're over and lazy, even if you don't buy it. Now, when it comes to ishto, it's not shaykh to buy, you'll never get past lazy sahaba. Even if you even if you convince him to divorce her and you and for a million dollars and you can marry her, you're not even lazy sahaba. All lazy sahaba. All right, you know. Hatayva melodei when you desire it, which is lazy sahaba. That. Uh, right, right. So there's a lot of shef- yeah, so I was, right, so I was saying that, so that's why I was saying, so the khir, that's what the Ram is observing, that if it's shaykh to be, you know, his point is that if it's shaykh to taka by it, the moment you think about how to do that, you're ready to even listen whether you buy it or not. Now, if you go and taka by it, now, you're retroactive even listen as well. But when it comes to ishtoy, that second step, step won't happen. That's why you put on lacha yud, not lacha test. It's actually interesting why you put test in yud in that order. The chayra, the zavah comes first. Yeah, but, All right, how's the shaykh? No, that part is not shaykh by ishtoy. But the reason why he puts ishtoy in lacha yud is because you yeah, never yeah, get past yeah, yeah. the sabbath. Okay. Hatayv amevadechim, the person who has desire or something, that comes to actual chimud, which is, you know, to, 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 to take it in. Um, to, to, to actually get it to, in some way, achimah uh, mevla de gazla and achimah desiring it can be to, you know, desire. Let's, let's use the fancy English words. Atav mevla de achimud, desire leads to coveting. Achimah mevla de gazla and coveting leads to stealing, robbing. Shim lo yotz abal nimchur if the cousin if the owner does not want to sell it to you. Af bisha here by the hem bedam yiftebrei and despite the fact that he had you know he he, he um, treated him with a lot of money and uh, he, he offered a lot of money and, and he has his friends nudge him. And he's dead. If he still wants to go back, he'll come to steal it. It says, It says that they desired houses and they stole. 
Now, and if the owner then tries to prevent the guy and prevent and save his property, and he wants to prevent him from stealing, that could even lead to murder. That's why it's a very bad meal to desire someone else's things. How do you know? It's like Learn from the mice of Achav and Novus. What happened over there? The Ramam assumes you know the story, right? Because the Ramam assumes that before you open the safe, you load the whole Tanakh. He says in Naktam. Which is interesting because the Rebbe's Takan of the Takul did not include Tanakh. But the Ram clearly holds in many places that he assumes you've learned through Tanakh before you open the Rambam. Right? So the, the, the stories in Navi are not just fairy tales, stories. They teach us a lesson. But Achav and over there, he wanted it the thing. He wouldn't sell it. So he made up the whole Gantz shtick and had him executed. And then he took his, uh, took his vineyard. Okay. Your base. Yes, sir. Achav was the Melech Yisrael. Novus was his relative. Achav wanted. His vineyard, Novus says, I'm not selling. And, and no amount of convincing worked. So Achav had Novus, you know, Psahol, he made a whole Bezdin and a false agent accused him of Bimachal Shabbos, maybe, or something, which is had him executed. And the dignity of a person is killed by Bezdin. His Yerushim get his property. And Achav was his Yerush or something, or, or Achav was, was, was his relative. Yeah, she was the one who convinced Achav to do that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, okay. Akabonimus, we see from that story that uh, the reason why the story is written in Nach is to teach us that a person who desires someone else's property, Kenneth Einhalten, may actually even ultimately lead to the worst of right? What's the big deal? What's the... Yeah, look at the Lacha text. We said that. That was the Lacha text. Correct. So it turns out. Shamasava, a person who desires someone else's property, you're even one love. The moment you sort of say, I wish I could get it, how can I get it? The person who acquires it by, by making the guy crazy, or asking him from it, which is interesting because at one point, in other words, I like this hat, I want to buy your hat. Yeah, you'll sell it to me? Say, sure. Was that everyone was that on, on the Sachmed? I mean, maybe. Or maybe, maybe it's only after you say no, and then I, and I say, please, you know, I'll, I'll pay double. At what point does it go from what's allowed to, you know, negotiation to the Isser, right? The says Vakasha. He asked for it. So I'm not sure exactly where to the, the, the draw the line. But at some point, when the guy says bug off, you don't bug off, you're over on Loi Sacha. So once you acquire... If, I don't know. I'm assuming I'm not allowed to go over to you and I say, that's a great phone. Will you sell it to me? It looks great. It's, I don't know. You're allowed to say that. That's not Sacha. I'll take your word for it, but I have a right. You're correct. The Ramam says Vakasha, man, you asked for it. So at what point does the... Does the Fine. So you're saying it has, the person, it has to be after... The, so once a person says, no, I'm not selling it, now I'm asking anymore. You can't try to convince him. Whatever, fine. You're at that point of two laven, right? Not The Kachemet says, If instead of paying for it, you steal it. What if you steal the night? What if you're going to it? Obviously, you're going to call. Give him a call. Give him a person who steals a shower putter for someone else. Is there a Mitzvah without the Achmod and Taifa? Yeah, I'm still for fun. I don't want to play a joke on you. Make you I'll take your car, take it for a spin, you're not going to know where it was. So I don't want to keep it, I don't want it. Yeah, right. Joke. And who's to establish the law? Also, because Zayla can't be on cash. Zayla's not on cash. I mean, I mean, Lady Sabbath is not on cash. So Gzela can be on cash. Now, being that Sachmin and is a double show, although Sachmin is expressed as we said, how do they go about giving him Malkus? Does Aedis. No, there's no Malkus. 
person who steals even one putak, he does not not much matter. It's as serious as killing him. Shemet says, The pasuk says in Mishlei, that such are the ways of those who are greedy. Right, the, uh, they take away the 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 of the owner. nevertheless, if the gazelle did not exist, even though it's just a serious thing, if the item you stole is no longer around, and the person wants to do tshuva and return it on his own volition, the gazelle is not because they arrested him. He comes on his own and says, "I want to give back the money." It's a not a chiyuv, but it's a suggestion, if you will. She ain't got money. You don't send money from him. Keep the money. You try to help him. You forgive him. In order to make it easy for people to do tshuva. The guy comes on his own. There was no aid in. He's not, he, there's no way to get it from him. He comes on his own. And he's supposed to let him keep the money. Now, what, was the, what if it was a massive amount of money? I don't know. I mean, but uh, whatever the, the fact is, that the chamor masaka, obviously, that's why it's not a chiv. It's use your judgment. If a guy told us all your life savings, you stole an item actually, no, if it's cash, I don't know if it applies, but if you stole, if you stole, you know, you know, you stole your car, let's say, right? Or you stole your only donkey you have, and the person needs the money to buy a new donkey. So a guy comes to give it back. If he doesn't, if he has, if he has the actual item, you do accept it from him because he doesn't. It's not hard for him. He's not sacrificing anything. I stole it, not give it back. But here, where it's no longer existing, he has to dig into his own pocket to pay back to Shuva, not to take the money. Anybody who does take the money from him. And we're not happy with this person. Although if he demands it back, better than force him. But if he's a chum, we're not, we're not pleased with, with such a person doing something like that. Now again, I'm taking back the money from the gospel. The chayr, it's, a, it's a matter of uh, choosing a judgment. If it's, if it's, no, the word is a gospel says, I stole the item, I don't have it, it's destroyed. I ate it. But I want to get money back. Here, take the money. I'm sorry. That's the chiyuv. Exactly. That's the chiyuv. The chavur masak and the person should tell the ganav, no, keep the money. It's okay. I forgive you. To help you, to, to, to encourage the, to, to the ganav should, should know that tshuva is available to him. You're encouraging him to steal. Because if, if the Interesting. So interesting. So if the ganav is caught, you're right. He has to be back. The ganav comes on his own. The ganav knows if I come forward, if I come forward, he's gonna be me. So that encourages the Ghana to confess what he did. So then that's gonna encourage the Ghana. The Khair not, because once he does it a thousand times, obviously not supposed to forgive him. We're talking about a case of the guy, the guy comes forward and he wants to be genuine. So he has two ways of getting out of the Aveda. Either giving back the money, coughing up his life savings to you, or getting Mechila from you. The Chum said you should give him the mechila and to encourage him to come forward and, and do tshuva. Now again, l'chayr, I imagine you're supposed to use, use your judgment over here, right? For which guy steals a poor person's save, you know, last donkey, he feels bad about it. You know, I mean, l'chayr, you should have to pay. I mean, but there's again a certain element of uh, common sense of it. I'm assuming. I don't know. The Chum 